Hey everybody, just wanted to say thank you for tuning into this episode of the Nerdcast. If you'd like to stay up to date on all things Nerdcast, you can check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at the Nerdcast one If you'd like to inquire about influencing or joining the discussion, you can send us a message on any of our social media or an email at jrbnerdcast at gmail.com. Thanks for tuning in, and don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Let's get into it. Guys, last time we uh, got together in Athendale, we were, um, uh, I was a player, and I was on the other side of the screen, um, and uh, we got to take part in what uh, we all discovered was called the games. Uh, that was pretty much all we knew about it. And um, upon completing the games and winning the games, the three of you, along with one other member of your team got to come back to real life uh with much treasure and one of the team members (laughs) this is much treasure um you guys all woke up at the tower just outside of turnstead uh, and you have no recollection of ever going to the games you have no recollection of the two people sitting in your Uh, foyer of your tower you have no recollection of before the games when you arrived in Lilith Um, as far as you guys are concerned it's just another day that you woke up in the tower um, and it's business as usual however Rito is gone nowhere to be found Um, Melindy is nowhere to be found and Segan is nowhere to be found uh, it is just the three of you and the two men that are in your four-year. So, what would you like to do? I'll go back downstairs. All right. It's only natural. For Elrin, yes. Oh, who are you guys? Why are you here in my place? Uh, As I'm walking away, I, I would like to say... There's a kettle on the burner. Help yourself to the tea. Thank you. And then I go downstairs. I don't even like hear yeah. the response. Well, I probably hear it, but <clears throat> my name is Lucas Crowley. We fought together recently in uh, what is known as the games in a place called Limbo. And uh, you probably have no recollection of that place or the events that took place there. But I was dead, and then uh, we fought together, and now I'm alive. And this is a man whose name is not Jin, but he goes by Jin. And I can't remember his real name because, again, I was dead 24 hours ago. So... Look, I don't know who you are. I just told you who I am. How you got here. I just told you how I got here. I'm going to frog him now. Okay, frog him. 
I love that I left the two the two irresponsible people in the party alone with our guests. Out of game, what are you saying? <laughs> I'm saying Nasir and Junior are irresponsible. Are the two irresponsible ones of the party. Would you like to frog him? Yeah. Okay. As you raise the stick, you hear a snap and your frog stick is gone. What happened to your frog? What's frog stick? Jin uh, chuckles. (laughs) Just like that. Uh, I'm glad he did it, because I can't do it. (laughs) And um, Crowley goes, Look, we're here to help you. Um, And honestly, I don't even know what helping you means at this point. I'm just looking for Segan. Have you seen him? Yeah, I saw him yesterday when we were not here, back at the tower. He ran out of the tower. I don't know where he went. We should probably go find him. We could tell Elrin, but I don't think he would care. All I was about to get my frog stick back, I'm blasting somebody. He snaps his fingers and frog stick appears in your hand again. And he says, you won't be needing to use that. I might. Well, if you try to use it, then I'll just do what I just did again. What did you just do? As Segan would call it, fool's magic. How do you know Segan? We have a long past. How long? Quite. Like I need to sit down and have an ale long, or can I stand here? I can sum it up in um, three words. I'm his grandfather. (laughs) And as he says that, uh, um, cut to Segan. Segan, you are in Lilith um, alone. The rest of your group, Rito's gone. Melindy is uh, not directly with you. Uh, The rest of your group, you left them at the bathhouse and you went back and they were gone. Um, what would you like to do? I asked the lady at the front desk, where did everybody go? Nobody's come in or out since you last were here. That means he was really here. I'm sorry, who? Nothing. Uh, Okay. I'm going to go gather their things. How much do I owe you? Nothing. It's a public bathhouse. It's free. Okay. So I gather all their stuff up, take it back to the wagon, and I go to the nearest pub or bar to see if Nasir's there. Okay. You you walk into the bar, and you see uh, Oliver and Ophelia. You see both of them in there. Uh, because they traveled with you yeah. to Lilith, uh, but they're the only two people in there that you recognize. Have you seen anybody? I thought they were with you. <clears throat> you can come with or you can stay. Either way, we will be back shortly. May I ask where you're going? Back to the tower. 
Right, back shortly, so like in like three weeks. So, um, Maybe. I guess I should probably come with you then, because <coughs> what else am I going to do? This is true. I've got all their stuff gathered in the cart. I'm going to head out, go ahead and grab the cart. And as I turn, I'm going to grab a table and just throw it across the room. And I'm okay. walking out the door. Oliver looks at Ophelia and goes, Huh, wonder who pissed him off. Yes, Junior? If we cut back to our scene. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. <coughs> well, all I know is we woke up back here. Uh, two strangers. Segan's missing. We're not at the bathhouse. You don't even remember going to the bathhouse. Oh, I don't remember going to the bathhouse? No. As far as you guys are concerned, it's just a normal day at the tower with two random dudes. Okay. Yeah, you guys don't even remember making the trip to Lilith. Well, there's one easy way to find Segan. I grab my amulet. Segan? Hello? Where are you? At the tower? Where are you? I'm on my way. I'm about three weeks out. Where are you at? (laughs) How'd you get three weeks out? I'll see you in three weeks. Keep well, an eye on the old man. How'd you go about the old man? I'll explain when I get back. So, do I need to frog him? No answer. Don't answer if that's a yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if it's a yes, blink twice. <laughs> Did you blink? (laughs) 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 All right, is that the end of that uh, interaction? Okay. Um, Segan, you, uh, as you're making your way back to the cart, you see some hooded figures kind of standing about three blocks in front of you, kind of acting like they're trying to be hidden but also at the same time not trying really hard to be hidden they're just kind of floating around not like physically floating but like yeah. you know what i mean um trying to blend and mingle but yeah still not um, job of it. yeah they're not kind of like when he was trying to hide quick. <laughs> <laughs> yes um they're not like they don't seem super suspicious uh but they do they don't look like humans. They don't look suspicious, but they stand out. Is that what you're <laughs> yeah, sort of. Like, like they they don't look like they would be up to anything, but they don't look like they blend in very well. You know what I mean? So they just they don't look wrong. suspicious. Yeah, they're like um, they're like when you go to Disneyland and there's that one dude that's wearing socks and sandals. <laughs> they're like. <laughs> Same. I've never, I've never been to he Disneyland either. That was me, man. <laughs> you know that trip sucked. <laughs> you know I still wear socks. <laughs> uh, would you like to do anything? Just go back to the cart, or would you like to engage with them? Or I'm gonna go up to the nearest one. <laughs> Segan's getting married. Uh, what would you like to say to him? 
What are you doing? Uh, but uh, we're just walking. I grab a scrap of his shirt and pick him up. Uh, when you do that, his hood falls off, um, and the one you picked up is a dragonborn. Why are you following me? Dude, I don't even know who you are. I just got here, like, literally today. So... You're walking in a town with a hood up. Why? Well, I'm a dragonborn, and people don't really like us, so... I'm a Goliath, and nobody's seen me. Do you see me walking around with a hood? I mean, you're kind of easy to spot even without the hood, to be fair. So, I feel like that wasn't the right answer. Just cold stare into his eyes. Can, can you put me down now? No? Alright. Well, um... How, how how long is this gonna this is little before he finishes <laughs> <laughs> I go for the next one okay uh, you do the same thing to him mm-hmm. you pick him up and uh, his hood doesn't fall off but you can see like you're holding him close enough he's a dragonborn as well why are you hiding because we're dragonborn and people don't like us then why come into town because we have to come into town to get things to live. Hmm. We can't just live in the woods all our lives. I mean, we could, but that's hard. And you just put a hood on and come to town and buy things and go home. I just throw them. Okay. <laughs> you gonna go go back to the cart now? Yeah. Okay. Hey, buddy. Uh, so, cut back to the three of you. Um, Crowley, it, you guys are all standing in the foyer still after you have that interaction with, or you're not. You're downstairs, Elrim. Yep. Uh, the two of you and the other two dudes are standing in the foyer. And after you have that conversation with Segan, uh, Crowley looks at you, Junior, and goes, What is that? What is what? That thing on your neck that you just talked to and Segan talked through. That's no concern. Well, it's the message spell. Oh, so he wouldn't have heard it. So what's that thing around your neck that you just talked to and asked where it was? Who were you talking to? That's not your concern. What do you say? I'm in business. That's fair. But I am in the business of finding my friend, so... Well, I with, have a feeling that... With the message of amulet? The amulet of messaging. Would I be able to hear it too? No. It would have only been to those two. Okay. specific to the person? Okay. Sorry, good. Well, I got a feeling our friend will be back in about three weeks. Three weeks? So if y'all want to wait, you know, there's some good camping spots outside in the woods... That's not here. Or, you know, there's a tavern in town where we could stay. Or that. Or you could stay in my room. What I say from downstairs? No. Or Which one's his room? No, no, you can't. That's my room as well. I will walk him up to my room upstairs. Uh, One of the three Mm -hmm. uh, rooms that's upstairs. 
I thought you meant the workshop Elrin. No, no, no. They're not allowed in the workshop. That's very good. Speaking of which, we got some tinkering we need to do. I agree. Oh yeah, so I'll walk them upstairs and be like, if you wanna if you wanna stay, you can stay here. If not, you can go to the tavern. This is free. Thank you, Elrim. I appreciate it. I would, I would just prefer elf. Actually, just don't, don't get close. <laughs> you want me to just call you elf? I don't want you to form an attachment. Is more of what I'm saying. Strange. Thank you, nonetheless. Not strange. Feelings are very bad. Feelings are terrible, and everyone should avoid them. Yes, they should. Good night. Good night. It's like mid morning. <laughs> On that note, Elrim, let's go tinker. I go to the kitchen. So I'll, I'll go downstairs and uh, I'll be like, so was it Segan you were talking to? Oh, yeah, yeah. He said he's like three weeks away and he'll be here. How did he three get three weeks away? away? Would be like Lilith, right? I, I don't know. Were we talking about going to Lilith at one point in time? Yeah, we were getting ready to go to Lilith. Yeah, I mean, we, we never, we, yeah, we never, you know, we never. Well, we talked about it. It was a Wednesday, so you don't remember. <laughs> I mean, we were we were talking about it, but we never actually went. It's like that vacation that, you know, you're always talking to your kids why, about. Why were we going to Lilith again? Yeah, I have no idea. I don't remember either. I think it was, it was probably something to do with Segan since he actually yeah. went. <laughs> <laughs> since he went without us, you know. I guess it was probably important to him since he left without us. I do need it. It's weird, though, that he did that, you know. In one day? Apparently he went three weeks away and... None of us know. We we woke up and it was just like mm, weird. He's three weeks. <coughs> Maybe he used a spell. Yeah, that's not. <laughs> See you again. <laughs> you haven't been with us for too long, but I think he's more get to the idea of magic. No, if anything, he's he's cooling off to it. If anything, he has liked it at the absolute most in his life, and he's liking it less and less as he's going. <laughs> Oh, I think he was very impressed with my fireball. Uh, I think he's a he was impressed with the damage. Uh, but like, if I had punched that many people, he would have been just as impressed. I think that's more of where his mind is. I could be wrong, but he seems more like a uh, kill things kind of person. <laughs> he, he does have that uh, aura about him. Yeah, the I will murder you aura. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> How did he well, get anyway, three weeks uh, away in one night? Well, only three weeks away. What, what I mean, night? that doesn't change the impossibility of it. But <laughs> in, one, in one night, he was gone in three weeks away. How did that happen? He must have used, he must have teleported or something. Either that or like our memories got wiped and we weren't actually here. Maybe. All I remember is what happened. I mean, I've heard I've heard stories about people changing people's memories. I mean, I've heard a few. I don't know. 
bunch of people who were a part of the war that had sages change their memories to forget all of the trauma. I understand that. I was too young to be in the war, unfortunately. Yeah, not unfortunately. So you think somebody came in here and just wiped our brains? I would say probably not in here. We And I stop in the middle of that sentence and I just start walking around looking for traces of people <laughs> being in the, in the tower without us. <laughs> probably not I in. think that someone was in here. We would have seen... Wait a second. <laughs> I don't even like acknowledge it. I just like immediately turn and start walking Scurry. around like, investigating things. Make, a, make an investigation check. It's not That's great. Natural seven. <laughs> it's not great. And my investigation is a plus zero. No, uh, nobody was here. So you, uh, you, the only thing that you really uh, discover in your investigation is that um, I mean there are some dirty dishes in the kitchen, so it looks like someone's definitely been here. But you guys were in the kitchen this morning, so it could have just been your dishes. <laughs> is this your dish? It was Sarah's turn to do the dishes. I checked the uh, Sarah uh, chore chart. Yeah. Was this your dish? I don't use dishes. <laughs> I don't use dishes. <laughs> You're using a dish right now eating breakfast. No more. <laughs> Slides it away from himself. Drops it. <laughs> I would like to make a slot of hand. Don't have to clean the dishes if you don't use them. <laughs> I like to make a slot of hand checks. Push the dish away. Okay. <laughs> No, no, that's changed. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> yeah, that checks out. Uh, 13 plus 6. 19. 19. Uh, yeah, you you successfully slide the plate across the table, but they all still see that you were using it. You do it with such renown. It's just like... Yeah, we're not sure how it ended up there, but we knew it started with you. <laughs> I, I don't really know what you wanted to accomplish with that. <laughs> you slid uh, the plate. <laughs> well, the upside is that if these aren't our dishes... Actually, this is a downside. Someone was here. This is, uh, I tried to spin it, and there's no good way to spin it. If the, uh, if these aren't our dishes, and we weren't here for a week, then someone was here. We are now clear on what needs to be done. Hey, before we're clear, because we're nowhere near clear, you two that are new here. Congratulations, you've been promoted to guardsman. There's no pay. And it's going to be very dangerous. Good luck. Before, before we get to anything about what Nasir says, you said we fought with you. Yeah, well, yeah. How long ago was that? Oh, man. Um, well, I mean... For like a day. I mean, I mean, time is a construct, but uh, I feel like it's probably true. within the next, within the last couple of days, you know? I don't know. We uh, were in a place. You be the smarter one of the two. <laughs> How long ago did we fight with him? And how awesome was I in the fights? Probably not. <laughs> Back to the first question. <laughs> no respect. <laughs> you lost, and you got turned into a frog. <laughs> well, you get that sucks. Two more charges. Nice. <laughs> That's good, because you, you were down how many charges? Down like three, right? Nah, four. Oh. 
<clears throat> so we're getting to the... Yeah, that's right. So... Six. And so... How did we get to where we fought with you in this place called Limbo? Um, that's a question for him because I'm not magical. I just I've been dead for like 130 years, man. To the magical one, then same question, full of answers. This one. Uh, so. I guess we just sit here for three weeks. That's... How are we alive if we just sit here for three weeks? No, no, no. I, I mean, like... I, I think <coughs> now we just sit here for three weeks. Or... I don't think we did just sit here for three or weeks. Or we could tinker for three weeks. I mean, that's part of sitting <laughs> or, or, or... Or ask the magical one if he can speed this up a little bit. Three weeks. I I feel like that's probably where we'll go with it, but I just I'm concerned because he won't answer any of our questions. I've been nothing but hospitable. <laughs> I, I gave him my room. room. <laughs> get a fireball free of charge. I don't think that'll work. That was the loudest candle going I ever heard. Yeah, so good. I just. Don't know what to do right now. Tinker. I'm not concerned about that. I'm concerned about the health and safety of our friend. And when you say that, cut back to Segan. You have arrived at the cart. Oliver and Ophelia are there. uh, And you see uh, Melindy is with them. Um, Rito is still nowhere to be found. He's AFK. He is AFK. Away from keyboard. Sadly. Away from Korea. Away from Korea. Easy safe. It's true. Away from kitchen. It's probably also true. That one is less likely to be true than Korea. I'm just saying, statistically. (laughs) His kitchen is wherever he's sitting at his own all right, so you see, uh, waiting for you at the cart, Melindy, Oliver, and Ophelia. I don't know if I will make this trip with y'all. Go ahead and start without me. Well, that seems like a strange thing to say, since you're the one who wanted to make the trip. But, all right, man, you're the one that pays my bills. So, <laughs> And by that, I mean, I, you let me live with you for free. So. <laughs> I mean, I'll walk with you until unless something else happens, but I have a feeling I won't make this trip. Not in the sense you're thinking. You mean like you're going to die? No. Okay. So not in the sense that I was thinking, like you said. So not (laughs) what I was thinking. (laughs) So you were right. It wasn't what I was thinking. So that's good. (laughs) The boy's chosen to kill Cusco, Cusco's boy. (laughs) Poison. Designed specifically for Kuzco, Kuzco's boys. <laughs> and as they start going, Siggy uh, so just kind of looks out and starts mumbling, Uthal, are you really going to make me wait three weeks to see you? You hear a voice 
in your head that says, well, I mean, it seems the only way because uh, you wouldn't let me see you before. But uh, I can come to you now if you'd like. I don't trust you in that power, my friends. I've been with your friends for three weeks now, and um, they've been fine. So, you know actually better friends. off than before. They have lots of money now. Oh, and Crowley's back, so... There's that. Yeah, I don't remember how much Sean gave you guys, but it was quite a bit. Yeah, it was like 1500 1500 piece? No, total. Well, we didn't give Crowley any. No, Crowley didn't want any. All Crowley wanted was his life back. Just between the three of us, that's 500 piece. Sweet. Do they see him just talking? No. No, he's doing it all in his head. Oh. We're being perfectly civil and having a cup of tea. Elrim, Junior, and Nasir are the only ones here. I know there's more. I mean, at least one of them is with you. Uh, but um, the other one, the other elf, I, I don't know where he is. I don't trust you. I, I don't know why you wouldn't. You know what you did in the past. Yeah, but you know what you did in the past, so... <laughs> One could argue that they shouldn't trust you. Uh, you're the cause of my misfortune. Ah, that may be true, but um, no one is beyond redemption, and you of all people should know that, Segan. Okay. Uh. Oliver kind of looks at you funny and goes, hey, who are you talking to? You didn't even realize you were talking out loud. <laughs> Somebody I don't trust. Well, that narrows down the list to literally everyone. If I had to choose between you and killing this man, I'd break his neck, every bone in his body with my bare hands. Not sure how to take that. But, uh, I really thought you were going to say it'd be a hard choice. <laughs> <laughs> Not sure how to how to respond to that, pal. But um, does this guy at the tower? Yes. Well, he chooses to take me back now. Huh. Let's just say he's very powerful. Well, I mean, I'd imagine if he was just talking to you in your head. He's probably listening still. Huh, weird. I don't understand that magic stuff. I just kind of stick to my bow and sneaking around. So I'm kind of like the better version of Nasir. So it's not hard. Oh <laughs> <laughs> um, man. I love you, Tanner. <laughs> I don't know. I bet if you worked on it Tuesday, he might be pretty good. All right. Oh, I have no doubt. All right. Cut back to you guys in the kitchen with Lucas and Jen. If somebody doesn't start filling in some holes here, this year, I'll get the shovel. 
I'll get the shuffle. I'm so concerned for you. Jin, uh, <laughs> Jin kind of glances between the three of you and he says, The three of you were chosen, uh, along with Crowley here, to participate in what is called um, the games. And what happens in the games. In the games? No, it's not Vegas. Apparently, because I don't know your recollection of it. Then what? why can't you tell us about it? I <laughs> am telling you about it. The games consist of three. Uh, really, two tasks, if you will, and one night of celebration. Um, I don't like celebration. You seemed to enjoy it in limbo, watching Nasir chunk. Uh, gnomes and chug ale. That seems very civilized. It was quite hilarious. That seems about right. Yeah. There was also a boxing match. Went rather well. You, 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 that. You, you did. It, yes. it is my favorite pastime sport. Uh, there was an arena battle. I probably won that too. I will you admit. You won? Huh? You think you were a better fighter than me? Most powerful wizard alive. Okay. We'll settle that later. Um, My sword's bigger than your sword. I don't remember. I don't I, sidebar: I don't remember who won yeah, exactly. the arena battle. Him. We'll settle that debate later. But as far as the arena is concerned, LRM won. And Junior, you defeated Nasir. So. What? By proxy, that means I could have defeated Nasir easily. I would imagine so, yes. I assume I defeated Nasir easily. Uh, not as easily as you'd imagine. Your frog stick was not quite as effective as quite as effective as you would have liked. I could see Nasir putting up a fight. But he's no match for a veteran like myself. Alright, well all jokes aside, after the arena fights <laughs> Nasir just sits there and continues to eat off his plate that he's not using. <laughs> he's not using yeah, the problem. Problem. He's not using. You you're gonna clean those dishes or I'm gonna beat you again. He's like After the arena fight, the three of you along with Crowley uh, entered the maze. And um you fought very gallantly and cleared all four rooms of all enemies. Uh, you fought several mimics that looked like treasure chests. Uh, you solved a puzzle of the portals and you made your way back to the arena where you fought... What was his name, Sean? Minotaur. I knew it was Minotaur. I didn't know if he had a name or not. <laughs> where you fought um, a Minotaur who was the embodiment of... One of the darkest forces in the known realms, uh, and you defeated him. And upon defeating him, you... Do what? The hammer that the Minotaur was wielding, he left yeah. it in the corner as a trophy. Yeah, it was a Oh, hammer. cool. Uh, well, then Jin is going to snap his fingers and have the hammer appear. I didn't know that. I don't remember that. But cool. Um... You fought a Minotaur, and upon defeating him, you ensured that he was uh, kept chained for the next year. year. And this is your trophy. And he extends his hand with 
a giant hammer that he seems to be holding very, very easily. Like it, he's holding the handle, and it's like his hand is open, and it's perfectly balanced in his hand, and he just extends his arm. I want to pick it up. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you, you pick it up. <laughs> Runs past Junior. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> <laughs> And uh, Segan was meant to go with you, and he has apparently recently opened himself back up to the idea of speaking to me, but beforehand he had not. So there was originally supposed to be five men per team, and your team fought with four, and... Still one. Still one. Strange. Sounds like me and that whole did most of the heavy lifting in this... I plead the fifth. <laughs> That's where Crowley should pipe in and be like, I killed the Minotaur. <laughs> well, that's the story. That's where you've been for the past Sounds um, pretty legit. Three, pretty four nights. I don't lose. You lost. <laughs> this series doesn't lose. Uh, it's Jen snaps his fingers, and you remember the arena battle. Nasir doesn't lose. <laughs> Jen snaps his fingers, and all three of you remember everything. Uh, Nasir doesn't lose. Uh, <laughs> yep, Nasir doesn't lose. He threw that fight. <laughs> Nasir didn't care about that fight. Nasir was somewhere else. Why are you speaking in the third person? Nasir does that sometimes. Well, Nasir should stop. <laughs> Alive. Well, now that you have your memories back, um, question before yes. before we get to that, you know you're not a wizard, right? Uh, yeah, we've been making a talk. Wait, <laughs> you think you're a wizard? Yeah. You are not a wizard. Yes, I am. No. Do you no, understand no. the pact that your family has made with the deities? Mm, not that's what. Only. Let me, let me put it this way. How many times can you use magic in a day? Uh, like a lot. two, three... No, no, not like the super easy ones. You mean like frog stick? No, no, frog stick's its own thing. What about your fireball? What like spells you can you can? How many cast? times can you use fireball with it? I don't know. Like once or twice, then it kind of wipes me and I get really tired. Yeah. You're yeah, see, wizards get to do that lots more. Well, I'm a ton more. Now, don't get me wrong here, Junior. <coughs> you are the greatest wizard on this planet. But you aren't even a wizard. Well, that makes it even sound more impressive. Exactly. On with your story. Right. I just wanted to clarify that real yes. quick. <laughs> Only natural. So, Nasir, um, when I found the three of you in Lilith, there was a girl with you whose name was Aria, I believe. Yes. She's up in my bedroom. I sleep down in the workshop. 
she's not here. She's not. And I don't know where she is. She traveled with you to Lilith, and when I took you from Lilith, and then when I restarted time for the rest of the world, I can't find her. Hold on. Yes. Go back about like two sentences. When I restarted time for the rest of the world, yes, I can't quite find her. Yes. Okay, so maybe he's a little bit better of a wizard than I am. I just want to clarify two things here. One, that's pretty impressive. There's two things I want us to gain from this sentence. One is when I restarted time for the rest of the world. Okay. Yes. The second is, I couldn't find her. He has the power to restart time for the entire world, but can't find one person that you found. He's a really good wizard and a really crappy rogue. I would say that's probably true. However, I feel like... I'm not very good at being subtle, if that's what you mean. I do think that anyone with enough power to start and stop time should be able to find people. I mean, right, of course. I know where people are that I want to find. And I want to find her, and she is gone. There is no trace of her. Then somebody's using magic to hide her from you, then. I assumed so. I thought maybe it was one of your friends, but that doesn't appear to be the case. Our friends aren't nearly as strong as you give them credit, magically. (laughs) (laughs) That may be so. (laughs) We did. There was one guy that I heard about. Tex-Mix? What was his name? Tex-Mix? Tex-Mix. 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 Tradix. Tradix. I heard about him and he was pretty powerful. Tradix. Tradix. You know, not nearly as strong as that. Alright, I gotta gather myself up for that. That was a good one, Tanner. (laughs) Oh, Tradix. He was pretty powerful from what y'all told me. Uh, he was on his way. He was on his way, but not that strong. I, I no. don't. I wouldn't think. I guess it is possible, but I, I really his wouldn't books. Think. Yeah, and we have his books. What books? Wait, you mean Tradix Selahil? Is that who sure, you're speaking I of? Never knew his last name. He wasn't a very friendly guy in the short time that I met him. No, a gnome. Me. Short, yeah, real, in, real short gnome. Oh, oh, well, he's short for a no. That's very racist. It's Just because you're alive. <laughs> I'm sorry. Everyone's short. <laughs> I do apologize. It's a different uh, time. Okay? That might have been okay back in your day, Grandpa, but, I mean, it's, it's a new life. Would you like for me to find Tradix? I'm as old or older than you, so I don't know why I'm, I'm lecturing you on this. Would you like for me to find Tradix? I would like for you to find a bag of holding for myself. That I, would be nice. I'm I not think... giving you items. If that's what you're looking for, you've come to the wrong place. I don't think that... He snaps his fingers and there's a bag of holding. (laughs) I don't take it. He snaps his fingers and it disappears. Can we get back to this? I don't think finding Tradix is 
anywhere near important. All right, then I won't find him. Am I wrong? Do we... I don't think we need to find him. I don't see why. I mean, he left us. I mean, yeah. Can you make Segan, like, pop up like that? Of course I can, but he won't let me. Well, do so it anyway. willing? Yes. Well, that's dumb magic. Do it anyway. I mean, because I wasn't willing to make let you take Frogstick, and you keep doing that. Side note, that was literally the conversation I was meeting. <laughs> oh. I know. Oh. He's lying. Oh. What, are you going to make him roll against my really high <laughs> insight? <laughs> no, I mean, you can roll an insight check if you'd like. <laughs> Seven. <laughs> <laughs> I have a plus zero to insight. <laughs> really high insight, huh? <laughs> I was baked in on a high roll. Oh, Not geez. gonna lie. Was it the same dying roll stuff yeah. before? I'm just switching up. Ice scale. So, about this bag of holding. I feel like your magic's really weak. I mean, he just poofed a bag of holding out of nowhere. Yeah, but he can't find it. He can't poof a seeking out of nowhere, apparently. That sounds weird. Oh, he can't find <laughs> I usually don't ask. <laughs> it seems like magic. I'm just going to throw that out there. When I Jim, assassin. did you say? Yes. When I assassinate people, I don't ask them if they want a dagger to the throat. Exactly. I just do it. You know? I feel like it, it's better that way. Yeah, it is. I don't think we've actually seen you assassinate anybody, though. I haven't had a job for it yet. I got told I was going to get paid well. For being with you guys. Oh, that's not at all what was said. But that's fine. <laughs> you can have a different memory of that. Uh, what I told you was the pay is not great. <laughs> oh. But we're saving the world. I mean, he just mm. make fifteen hundred. Whether he gets any other or not, I don't know. But I can uh, communicate with Segan and. Well, so can we. Bring him here if he wishes. Hey, Segan. This guy said he wants to bring you here if you're willing. Are you willing? I literally asked him. He said he literally asked you to. He snaps his fingers and Segan is standing in the huh, center of the room. What do you know? A liar and uh, a thief. Segan's on the table. I, I never stole anything from you. <laughs> I don't know how At the thief. time he stops, <laughs> he brings his hammer swing down towards Jen. Jen... Just sticks his hand up and the hammer stops. I will specifically say, after a liar and a thief, I don't know how you're a thief yet, but I don't intend to be proven wrong. <laughs> Tanner, will you flip the fan on? Yeah. It's kind of toasty in here. Toasty. Oh, I'm sorry, I'll turn it down. Toasty. <laughs> 
as you swing your hammer down at him, he just sticks his hand up and you hit his hand and your hammer stops and you can't, like... I'm just going to be like, hold him right there on that spot, just glaring at him. Uh, as you're, as the two of you lock eyes, Segan, you and Jin both disappear. Great, this again. This is getting really annoying. Crowley? Yes. I really don't like your friend. Not a lot of people do. He's not invited. Okay. Can I stay? I have no affiliation with that man. I knew him 130 years ago, and he got me killed. How well did you know him 130 years ago? Well, he got me killed, so... Probably pretty well. I mean, we were friends, and then he got me killed. Oh, you ruined it. You're uninvited now. You said we were friends. Were. Mm-hmm. Were. You used the friend word. Him and Segan were friends. Yeah, they... clearly not now. So you haven't made it clear. He walked in. I haven't made it unclear. With him. I didn't walk in with him. I appeared in your living room, and he was there. To my knowledge, you walked in. Can I just turn it over? <laughs> <laughs> Crowley goes back up to the room that you let him to. <laughs> you too? Oh, by the way, uh, Oliver, Ophelia, and Melinda are now here as well. At the tower. And your cart is in the kitchen. <laughs> he just transported like everything right into Everybody's the kitchen. On the table now. <laughs> How are we getting this outside? <laughs> That's not my concern. Pull it apart, yes, take it out it the door, put it back together. I can stay there. Yeah, it's your day on the chore chart. Okay. <laughs> chore chart. That's why he's trying not to use dishes. <laughs> Oliver walks over to the wall. Let's see. Tuesday, Nasir. It is your day. Today's not Tuesday. What are you talking? It about? is Tuesday. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Nasir will do the chores. <laughs> reluctantly, but he'll Very do it. Reluctantly. <laughs> Roll dexterity. Uh, All right. Yeah, um, I want to do him as fast as possible. <laughs> I'll roll dexterity for that. I'll okay, pass. we'll come to that later. Okay, so um, Segan. <clears throat> You wake up um, in a room, in a stone room that has pillars looking out over a, uh, a sloping yard, very green, lush yard, uh, and then the ocean is about 30 yards uh, down this hill. And the, uh, the wall, I mean, there's no wall there. It's like, it's like Prince of Persia type looking, like there's just pillars and then there's like sheets hanging um and the wind is kind of blowing the sheets and you can see some ships in the harbor and uh you get up and you walk over to the pillars and it's warm but it's not hot it's probably like 70 degrees with a little breeze blowing feels amazing i mean it just feels amazing um sun's shining it's a beautiful beautiful day um you recognize this as your castle in Villabore. It's nice to be home. So why did you bring me here? I brought you here to remind you that even though you made mistakes, you're still a prince, and even though I've made mistakes... 
We're still family. You sacrificed half this country to pay a debt you should have never taken. That's fair, but I didn't kill an entire village because I was angry. That was the curse that you brought upon me. You can hear his voice, but he's not in the room. You can't see him anywhere. And he says, I didn't bring that upon you. It's been your nature since the day you were born. (laughs) Your anger and your lust for power have already done that. Thanks, Obi. (laughs) You've had that in you since the day you were born. Your father had that in him, and I had that in me, my father before me. It is part of who we are, not what we've done. You turn around to look back outside, and as you are turning, uh, the curtains and the pillars kind of shift, and everything becomes solid. And it like uh, it's like the wall in front of you is moving, and then it all stops and freezes and opens up, and you can see, um, you can see a Goliath man, and like a teenage Goliath that you recognize as the teenager is your grandfather and the older Goliath is your great-grandfather. And you hear Jin's voice say, if you think that it's been me this entire time, watch this. And he snaps his fingers and it's like he's pressing play on a movie and the scene starts to play out and your great-grandfather um, proceeds to basically um, physically abuse Jin to the point of like Jin can't stand up. And your great grandfather has the look of rage in his eyes that you are all too familiar with. And Jin, Jin says, This is a memory. This is not. A facade. This is the truth. This is what happened. The reason that I am who I am is because of that man. And I made mistakes, but I did not do this to you. What you show me is false. You're powerful enough to show me whatever you feel like showing me. that may be true I could show you whatever I wanted to show you but why would a man that's coming to you and asking for forgiveness want to show you a lie if I was coming to you and asking for forgiveness and showed you a lie then in 10 years you would figure out it was a lie and you would hate me even more see and I've not come to make an enemy I've not come to um, undo what I've done I've come to ask for your forgiveness. And what of all the lives you took 
one of those. Those lives, unfortunately, will forever stain my hands. I can't undo that. But I can genuinely tell you that I am sorry for what has happened. But I want you to know that what is coming is much worse than what has been. And I am here to right my wrongs with you so that together, the two of us and your companions can save millions of lives. Your keepers were never allowed to save lives. They only want souls for themselves. That may be true. But nonetheless, I am here with my own motivation. And the last time you did that, you almost brought my family to its knees. After you say that, uh, the scene that you're watching in front of you kind of falls like straight down. And you feel like, um, you feel like you're kind of, you feel dizzy. Like you're kind of just like spinning. Uh, and there's like, it's just darkness around you. Uh, and then finally the spinning stops and you hear a very, very familiar voice that says, Segan, what are you doing here? And you stand up, turn around and you see Thorin. Your grandfather? As he puffs on his cigar. <laughs> you never really spoke of your family when I knew you. Well, that's because they're not worth speaking of. Only my sister. Hmm. You know, my family sucked too. But, uh,. I was proud of them because without them I would never have become Thorin Farshot. Without them I never would have become anything because without them I wouldn't have existed. And the same can be said for you, friend. Without your family, you would not have ever met these people that you love. You wouldn't have a sister, and you might not even exist. Maybe they're better off without me anyways. Maybe. All I ever bring is death and destruction upon anybody I care for. Ah, that's not entirely true. I only knew you for a short time, and you saved many lives. Granted, mine was lost. I would rather lose my life and save 30 people than save myself and lose the entire city. 
as if I will lose control one day. And nothing will be able to stop it. Uh, you know as well as I do that Melindy has a pretty good hold on it. And he chuckles. Mm. She's the closest thing to your sister now. Am I right? Yeah, for now. But even that didn't last when my sister was the only one able to do that. Uh, well, you see, maybe that's the thing. Melindy's not your sister. Still a very large risk to take. It is. I can't argue that fact, but I must say, um, seems to me like a risk worth taking. If um, those stories from that books that those books that Tradix had, if those stories are true, then this world's going to need somebody like you. The only problem is. The stories in those books cut off a baby undoing, taking control of me. So they could use me against everybody. Oh, well, I believe that they could use anybody against everybody. I believe you put too much weight on your own shoulders, and maybe you should um, share that load with your family. And by family, I don't mean your blood. I mean LRM and Junior and that new elf that... Seems alright. He can't drink like you. No one can drink like me except Melindy. And you on occasion. Oh, I will not ever try to drink like Melindy. (laughs) Segan, whether you know it or not, these people love you and they care about you. And I understand your frustration with your grandfather. But eventually you have to let old things die. He should have died a long time ago. But he has higher powers at his control. That may be true, Thorin says as he bites into a cracker. <laughs> bites into a fudge cookie. A fudge cookie. These things it? are great, by the way. You should die and come to the afterlife. <laughs> We've got cookies. We've got these cookies. We've got cookies. <laughs> Save the maker. <laughs> well, like I said, that new elf guy seems all right. He did pretty good. Maybe not as good as I'd have done, but to be fair, I have guns, so. And Junior's Junior, and Ellerin punched the crap out of some guys, so what else is new? <laughs> that Crowley character, though. I like him. I've known Crowley for a long time. I thought you had, yep. I wonder what deal with the devil he made to come back. Uh, seems to me like by winning the competition, that was his deal. And now he's back. I think he has good intentions, and I think your grandfather has good intentions. Crowley's never had bad intentions. He's got to live to his death. I was sacrificed by my grandfather. Uh, 
I don't know anything about that, but I know that um, they're both here, and they both seem to want to help. My advice to you, friend, is that you um, play it close to the chest and keep a watchful eye. But you do know that his powers could be very useful to this group. Even if you think it is fool's magic. As he puffs his cigar again. He's the reason I despise magic. I thought as much. After hearing who he was, of course, I understood why you hated magic. But... I think maybe you should give him a chance. Either way, it's not like either of us can do anything to kill him. <laughs> he has the only thing that could kill him. Exactly. So, I mean, really, what's the use in fighting him? I say you trust him. I've seen some things that you haven't yet. I've seen what could happen if certain events take place. And trust me, you're going to need people like Crowley and Jin and Arya and her family. And you're going to need the Dragon Riders. And you might even need Tradix. And you're certainly going to need August. Hmm. The only thing I'm going to need from August is his head on a pike. (laughs) (laughs) I once thought as you did. Obi-Wan once thought as you did. (laughs) I once thought as... (laughs) I once thought as you did, Segan. But... Believe me when I say, the things that I've seen up here, August is not your problem. August is part of the solution. And you can trust me because I'm Thorin Farshot, your best friend. Doesn't mean that you have to like him, just means that you have to work with him. Hashtag real life. <laughs> I guess I'll trust you on that. You've never lied to me or steered me wrong. Next question is, is when I go see your family, what is something I can say that they will trust me? My family. If the war is going to be as bad as you say, I'm going to need them. Well, I don't doubt that. I assume you sent word of my departure? I figured I would do that myself. Hmm. It's very noble of you. However, I would very much like for my family to know. And the first thing you need to say to them is, uh, well, I mean, don't tell my sister, 
but tell the rest of my family that I died like a badass. <laughs> Blaze of Glory. If I remember correctly, it pretty well was. Well, seems like you have decisions to make, and um, I think I'm running late for something. I mean, there's always something going on in the afterlife. So, it's good to see you. I mean, good to talk to you. I see you a lot, but it's good to talk to you. Quit spying on me in the bathhouse. No comment. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, Thorin kind of does the whole Infinity War, like, blows away. And then all you see is, like, a blur of white in front of you to one way, like, one direction, and then the other direction... Uh, it opens up, and you can see you are standing on, like, a bluff, kind of like Hawksbill Crag. Uh, mm-hmm. You're standing on the edge of, like, a bluff, and you can see rolling fields in front of you. And on your left, there is a massive, massive, massive army of what looks like probably three hundred to 400,000 troops uh, that are all wearing, like, black armor holding flags that are black with red symbols painted on them. You know, your classic villain stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then on your right, you can see... <laughs> on the right, you can see a much smaller army. Uh, probably around forty to 50,000 people on this other hillside. And you see in the front of the line, uh, you see August... And Oliver, and uh, Nasir, and Junior, and Elrim, and Melindy, all on horseback next to each other. And behind them is uh, a bunch of foot soldiers, and then you see kind of hovering over the dragon riders. And you can't really make out, like, who is who you can specifically see those people in the front, but you don't see yourself. And you hear Jin's voice say, this is potentially what could come, uh, and this is only the beginning. This will be the first of many battles. And I'll be honest, without my help and without Crowley's help, And without the help of the dwarves, and without the help of your little friend Tradix. Little. This battle will not go well. Will the Goliath Army be any use? You know as well as I do that Goliaths can kill half of these troops. Just our army in Velabore. Will they make it? That's my question. With my help and Crowley's help, yes. But you have to be willing to trust me. I will never trust you, but to save my friend, I will work with you. Side note. Jump off and superhero landing. <laughs> Three point landing. Oh, that's got to hurt the knees. 
Segan, this this will be worse than the war for Athendel. Thank you for giving me another shot. And I promise you, your friends will be safe. That's all I ask. And you, uh, the ledge that you're on. I jump off of it. Okay. As you jump off of the ledge. The ground beneath you turns black, and you just start falling and falling and falling and falling. <laughs> and it's like one of those dreams where you feel like you're falling, and you like it's like a jump scare, and it, you wake up in uh, the tower, and um, there's nobody else there at all. You wake up like in, I mean, you have a room, but you never sleep in there, so you wake up in the foyer, um, in front of the fireplace. The magical fireplace that lets you see visions and things. Yikes. And we will cut back to the rest of you guys. And we'll come back to that in a minute. Uh, actually, we've been going for an hour and 17 minutes, so we're going to take a break. A break? Because... Wow. I got to go potty. We taking a breath. We sure are. Okay.
All right. Well, um, now we're back. Uh, we've just walked in to see Sean with that sad look upon his face. Uh, all right. So, welcome back, everybody. I reckon. Nice little, uh, nice little potty break and snack break and drink break. So, um, <laughs> we when we get lava breaks in Hawaii. Really? <laughs> I just thought you were know. <laughs> so, um, Junior, Nasir, and Ellerim. Ellerim, did you go back downstairs? Yes. Okay. Uh, Nasir, Junior, you guys are in the kitchen currently. Um, Oliver, Avilia, Melindy, and your cart with your horse. <laughs> He's also standing in the kitchen. And Crowley has gone upstairs. So about the dishes. I don't use dishes. What are you talking about? Don't care if you use them or not. Your name's on the chore chart. When did this chore chart even get here? I about don't three weeks ago. Or <laughs> It's just something I've developed to make sure that everybody's, you know, doing their part. Nasir, make a uh, investigation check. Get out of my head. Investigation. That would be 18. As he is saying something I came up with to make sure everybody is playing their part, you are looking at the chart. And every single box has your name in it. <laughs> For every single day, every single chore, says Nasir, all the way across the board. Hey, this ain't right. On Tuesdays, okay, but <laughs> this is not right. Looks right to me. Is it written in pencil or something? Or ink? Yeah, I mean, he wrote it in ink with his quill. I will find your quill and ink and... Mark my name out and actually actually make a torch chart. <laughs> okay, make an intelligence check. Just a straight intelligence check. Okay. This is what we're supposed to. Who needs to kill dragons when you can make torch charts? Right. We're up the now twenty. <laughs> okay, you uh, perfectly divide it up to where uh, throughout the week everybody has the same amount of chores um, throughout all seven days of the week. And everybody has a different chore every day, so you've divided it up perfectly. I will legit make a chore chart. I like how did you learn how to roll? I like how we we are like supposed to be saving our world (laughs) from extinction, and we're like, before we do that, let's make sure that we have the cleaning of our house up to date. Oh, guys, who's doing the dishes? <laughs> That's legit. The end of the world is coming. Who's doing the dishes? Where do you want to be when the world ends? In a clean house. In a clean house. <laughs> That's funny. Alright, so you have officially made a chore chart. So, Tanner, I expect a chore chart next time we play. Bueno. What's going to be fun? It's going to be a clean... Bueno. Probably not, but... 
Oh no, it is next week. Matt texted me by the way, and he said that he'd like to play D and D. Okay. So, if that's cool with everybody, we'll play D and D again. Make sure to add him to the chore chart. <laughs> this is thing, by the way. Uh, I would have loved for you to go adventuring, but you've got chores to do. But <laughs> look, man, I know you're only here for like just tonight, but uh, yeah, it's, your, it's your day on the chore chart. So the rest of us are going to go kill uh, Frost Giant, and you're going to stay here and do the dishes. I'm going to trade out. You don't make the chores. See the official seal. All right. Um, Oliver, as you're writing this chore chart, Oliver looks at Junior and goes, so how are we going to get this card out of here? I mean, do we have to, like, disassemble and then reassemble? Yeah, we just have the big guy bounce it outside. That's not. Yeah, the Jim guy, he he bounced it outside. Yeah, he can just, you know, poof the card outside, I'm sure. Poof the magic ring. He poofed you here. Oh, well, that's true. Um, But he just poofed with Segan and they've been gone for quite some time so well if I've learned anything about magic and poofing in my short time here is and that I they have. usually show yes. up <laughs> and I have <laughs> and I sneak up just kind of stand in the doorway the whole time there you are you, when you woke up in the tower nobody was there so you're not there I mean you're there but you're not there you're not there there you're there but you're not but you're there but not there. <laughs> but I'm there. There. So Oliver's like, <laughs> all right, so I guess I'll at least take the horse outside so it doesn't crap in our kitchen. And then um, I guess we'll leave the cart here. And then when <clears throat> the two big guys get back, we'll see if he can just like that would be the take it outside. All right, cool. And him and Ophelia start working on getting the horse undone, and Melindy's taking stuff off of the cart and, like, putting it on the tables, because it's all of y'all's stuff. So she just sets it on the tables. I really didn't have much stuff to begin with. Yeah. <laughs> I, whatever, I don't even remember what's on the cart. Whatever stuff. Yeah, I do. We put the stuff we were tinkering on in a cart. Some alchemy stuff? Yeah, I'll take all the stuff that goes in the workshop. I'll take it back down there, put the alchemy stuff back in the alchemy room, so forth. Okay. Um, really? Timing. She does this every week. You hear that, Brittany? You do this every week. Anyway. Do you regularly listen to these? Yes. <laughs> You're in trouble. I know. <laughs> I'm okay with that. It's true. Um, anyway, as you're taking the stuff off of the cart, Melindy walks up behind you. Not like creepily or like sneakily walks up behind you. She's just walking back to the cart and she goes, Hey, uh, Nasir, what happened to that girl that was with us? I don't know. Jim said he lost her when he restarted tying again with the world. Whatever that means. What? Oh, what? So I suspect somebody is, is hiding her with magic. Um, well, first question. 
uh, who's Jin? Because I don't know who that is. Okay, that's Segan's grandfather. I'm gonna give you the breakdown. Here's the skin. Segan's magical grandpa took us to another dimension where we Bobby pooped us right out of here. Where we uh, uh, participated in some kind of trial slash games to keep like some evil monster at bay and pooped us back. But Segan wasn't a part of it, and he was off on somewhere else and then they poofed him back and then when everything poofed back to normal uh the girl was gone huh that seems totally reasonable so um so do we like need to find this girl or because uh, last I heard, Nasir kind of promised to take her home, and now she's gone again. Yes. Oh, but it's fine. I said we should have so, supported her in the first place. I mean, I agree. For that point as well. But. I recall he didn't see much for that point. Yeah, he need, doesn't like that. We need to find her. Yeah. I need to find her. Whether you guys help me or not, it's up to you. But I can go I talk to the. Uh. Magic shop lady. Didn't she have those? Didn't she? She does have those things. Yeah, yeah. take you down to the magic shop. <laughs> Will you buy me a lollipop? Ah, come Fifty cents. I listen to this. I will only pay fifty cents. We need to send this in a weird owl. Yes. What has this become? <laughs> what will you become? This is your creation. <laughs> oh man, there's a Star Wars reference for everything. I, I make a Star Wars reference for everything. Star Wars is life. Or true. 50 cent. Or 50 cent reference. Star Wars or 50 cent. Nothing in between. <laughs> Alright, so um, I'll, I'll go ahead. I'm um, just saying we can head to the magic shop while we wait for Segan and Papa, though. Pop back up. Yeah, Papa. 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 It's a magic shop. I almost said candy shop. Right? <laughs> okay. It's an all-room for the day. We can take you to the magic shop. <laughs> I'm actually not going to go to the magic <laughs> shop. <laughs> I, I just want to. I can take you to the magic <laughs> shop. Ellipses, ellipses. But I'm not actually going to go. go. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so uh, after you guys decide that you're going to go back to town, uh, jump back to Segan. You are standing in the foyer of the tower. And there's nobody else there. I mean, it's exactly how it was before you bamfed out. But there's nobody there. What are you showing me that's all? You don't hear anything. I'll walk to the top of the tower. 
You want to go in one of the invisible floating rooms? Mm-hmm. Okay. When you open the door, uh, you go in the door that's facing Turnstead. So the door that's facing south. Uh, Turnstead? Turn. You walk in the door that's facing south. And as you open the door, you can see like smoke billowing in the distance. Uh, and you've made the trip enough that you realize the distance is about the distance of Turnstead. Mm-hmm. And you walk over to the edge of the room. And you um, you don't you, you can't really see the actual city because you're quite a the tower is quite a ways away uh, but you can see large amounts of smoke rising from what would be the city and um, there seems to be like the trees at the edge of the forest like where the road would be seem to be like seared and smoking. And you still can't hear anything. You go down where the rug was of the sigil that makes this building like a scrying stone. Okay. And I remove it. As you pull the rug back, uh, Thorin nailed that rug down. Well, you just pull the nails out then. <laughs> or rip the rug. I take my fall hammer on that song. I'll put those back later. Um, you pull the rug back, and um, you like set your hand. You get down on your knees and like set your hands on the center of the sigil, and uh, it's an experience like you've never really felt before, uh, because this isn't like a regular scrying stone. It's like it, it's it's crazy. Like you, as you touch it, it's like your eyes roll back in your head, and you can see. It's like you're standing in Turnstead, uh, and you can see the city is just leveled. And the only thing that's still standing uh, is the estate, and the estate is completely burnt. Like, I mean, you don't have any idea how the structure is still standing. It's all, like, charred and smoking, uh, and there are bodies littering the streets. Like, everywhere. Are they all too burnt to really... No, I mean, you can, uh, most of the bodies look like they're either stab wounds or, like, magical means of death. None of them look like they were burned alive. Um, most of them look like it was just, like, the town got overrun. And you do recognize, um, you recognize Trixie. Uh... Sorry. You also recognize the um, the blacksmith and the leather maker, or leather worker. He doesn't really make leather. He just works uh, with leather. Well, that's fair. Uh, but you recognize those guys that you've like had interactions with, uh, and you recognize a few of the other shopkeeps that you've you know run across, and uh, some regulars at the bar. Kind of, you know, all of them are just littering the streets. All of them dead. Do I get the sense of if I've been there and I can imagine it, does it take me back to that place with this doing what I'm doing now with Scrying Stone? What do you mean? Like how I've got my hands on the sigil, you know, I'm, getting, I'm thinking of Turnstead and I'm seeing it. Is it, do I get this feeling that maybe if I think of, um, the, like, Othana? 
Like different cities? Yeah. Um, if I've been there. You could try. I mean, you could definitely try. I, I want to think of where Jacob's at. Um, you can certainly try. Uh, so you want to try to see Demonico Bay? Yeah. Demonico Bay, um, as you kind of shift your focus, you can see the pub that you knew from Demonico Bay, the one that um, mm-hmm. Jacob's, what was her name? Lily. Lily, that was her name. That Lily's parents owned. Yeah. Uh as you think about Demonico Bay, you kind of it visualizes it like it pops into your vision in front of you. You're standing in the pub, uh, and everything seems to be like I mean, there's nobody in there. It's all completely empty, uh, but there's you don't see any like dead bodies or anything. I mean, it just seems like um, just seems like everybody left in a hurry. Like there's still mugs and stuff on tables and. Chairs pulled out and plates half eaten. And yeah, I mean, it, it looks like people were here, but everybody left in a hurry. I think it was that because that's the only other place I know we've been, or the that little place in between. Um, uh, Gath. Yeah. Okay. Um, Gath, Gath, whatever you want to call it. Gath. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you begin to picture that city as you remember it and it kind of materializes in front of you and you can see um, kind of the same thing as Demonico Bay where it's like, you know, there's not a whole lot of, uh, there's people there because um, the only place that you've ever been there was like the courtyard. Yeah. And so you can see the courtyard and there's like people walking around, but it's significantly less people than you would imagine. Um, and all of them seem to have really like, like distraught looks, like really long faces, um, and well, you're not actually there because oh. you're just scrying, you're just seeing it. So, I mean, you could talk, but you'd just be talking to your floor. Well, I mean, that would basically be what the look because I'd be like, I hate magic, but I'm <laughs> so I'd probably be talking to the floor at the moment. That's fair. I guess, lastly, look at Lilith. Lilith, Lilith um, seems to be uh, like it's preparing for war. You, um, you see, it kind of materializes. You're on the outside of the city, looking at the city, like the entrance from the south, yeah. and um, it seems like they've really fortified the city itself, uh, and there's legions upon legions of troops that are patrolling the city and like on the city walls and within the city itself. Um, it seems it, it's kind of like that scene from uh, Helm's Deep from the two towers where it's like shoulder to shoulder soldiers um, everywhere. Okay. As you do, um, your vision kind of readjusts and you're sitting in the living room of the tower. Like, everybody's there now, or? Yeah. Everybody's there. And they're preparing to go to town. 
And the carpet is back on the floor. Uh, what's y'all's passive perception? Because Ellerin's downstairs still, right? Yeah. Ten. Fourteen. You notice, Nasir, that uh, Segan just kind of seems to appear in the foyer. Uh, and he looks exhausted. Like, he looks completely beat. And he's just, like, sitting on his knees in the living room. And he just seemed to... Out of nowhere. I walk up to him and say, See, what happened? Startled. I, like, swing. Okay, make an unarmed unarmed strike attack. What'd you roll? I've got it right here. Uh, it was a four. Four plus eight, so fourteen. Fourteen hit. Yeah, fourteen. Are you serious? Your AC's fourteen. Yeah. Oh man. I'm a rogue. Yeah, that's fair. What's your? All right, roll your damage. You only have a plus. It's three uh, a D six. Yeah. Very. <laughs> four. All right, uh, Nasir, you take four damage. And um, he doesn't really knock you over, but he kind of startles you and knocks you back a little bit. Ah, whoa. See ya. Calm down, man. What's wrong? It's okay, this year. It's been rough for a minute. You need a drink? <laughs> I always need a drink. I hand him my water skin for that, the best ale I ever drank. So here, take a swig of this. <laughs> Why would you give me water? Why would you give me water? This is what Monsieur takes a drink and (laughs) that is water. (laughs) (laughs) What happened to the ale? That is water. Uh, I'm sorry. (laughs) I I hand him my flask that I have really high quality whiskey and say, here, I know this ain't water. Maybe it's... Okay, I won't even make your own constitution check because, I mean, you're a Goliath, so. Well, I mean, that's a lot of whiskey, though. And it's a flask, so uh, it doesn't hold very much. It's nah, like don't, this don't. Rebel camp, basically. It's like 12 ounces. Do you have any more? You do know there's a full bar just right behind I'm not you. touching all any stock. While we're going to town to try to find this year's girlfriend and... What? Yeah. I didn't even think to look for her. I will walk upstairs and I will cast Grab Whiskey Bottle. (laughs) 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 Okay. I don't have magic, so I have to sneak it in. <laughs> cast, grab, whiskey bottle. Just show like, Ellen walking up. I cast whiskey bottle. Like, Watch this magic. Uh. 
And Nasir says, wow, I really need that spell. To Zegan. Good to have you back, but... Uh... Also, do you think you can have weird. Grandpa, like, poof the... You know, the yeah, wagon outside? Also, your grandpa's uh, kind of a turd. Yeah, Pop Pop's uh, yeah. a dick. <laughs> pop Pop. <laughs> pop Pop's a dick. He's listening. Whether he'll do it or not is completely a Hey, yeah. Pop Pop's listening. Bamf that card outside, please. Card's outside. Why would you ever even like, bring pop. it inside? He's not there. Wait, well, I know. I'm just I'm talking oh. to him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he thinks like, he's funny. That's the furthest thing from funny. I'm funny. You should try to like use your thingy to talk to your girl, and you haven't tried that yet. Hey, what do you know, Junior? Coming up clutch. <laughs> hey, Nasir's girl. <laughs> I can't remember her name. I'll put my head right now. And I'll put my notes in the car. Mm. I actually say that. Hey, Nasir's girl. Yeah. Are you thinking of that specific... Okay. Yeah. She she answers and goes, uh, well, I'm not his girl, but... Well, you're a girl and you knew him, so in my mind, that's fair. I think he made contact. That's how all relationships are. Uh, that doesn't... Okay, whatever. I wasn't meaning in a sexual way, if that's what you're... Well, that's good. It just meant like he knew you. I'm so glad I can't hear this. <laughs> no, you can hear my. You can hear my side of it. <laughs> no, because there's no chance that see, he would ever see this watch like away. He wants to see wet bar in the tower, <laughs> and he fills up his flask with the finest whiskey. So he walks up as he's filling up the flask and just. Where yeah. Well, um. I don't need a, a more specific answer than well, um... I'm in my room that you guys bought me two days ago when we got to Lilith. Right. So you never happened. Well, somebody definitely bought me a room, because I didn't pay for it. Well, that's weird. Uh, What's going on? Uh, uh, yeah. You should... Leave Lilith and find passage back to the tower. Elric. Elric. What's she saying? Grandpa, we found uh, what's her name. Can you poof her here? Yeah, Pop Pop. That'd be amazing, man. Peepaw, you out there? (laughs) Peepaw. That's what Baylor calls Terry. (laughs) Peepaw. This, uh, this chick's in Lilith. We found How did her. you not find her? I literally just was like, hey, where are you at? And she was like, I'm in Lilith. <laughs> I'm in Lilith. <laughs> we narrowed it down some. She's in the inn. Like, that would be the first place I would look. The place that you <laughs> kidnapped us from? You didn't think to look there first? You don't hear anything. Okay, she's probably going to have to, like... So then you're not... Uh, I don't know your name. I don't believe in attachments, so... (laughs) Attachment is forbidden. Make your way 
back to the tower. Wait, wait, wait. She was safely. We were trying to get her somewhere else. She doesn't need to come back yeah, here. The thing is, no, tell. I no, I just stop. That, that's like <laughs> probably the, the, the thing is. The thing is, that's the end of the message. Then I like call back. You know, it's like those voicemails we get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, sorry, I got cut off on that one. It's uh, a. <laughs> Uh, we're supposed to take you back to your home, but we can't really do that with you there and us here. And I don't want to go all the way back to Lilith, so tell her to stay. Yeah, we're still gonna have to go to Lilith eventually. And then I stop. I I message her and say, "Era, just stay there. I will come to Lilith and take you back to Seok Valley." Okay. I'll be there in. Um, well, that's weird, because I just saw you, like, ten minutes ago, Nasir. No, no, you didn't. I'm down here in Turdstead. Turnstead. Turnstead, huh? <laughs> We're not even at the tower. I don't really care. We're at that. the shithole. <laughs> I only have the greatest wizard alive. I'm also the greatest detective. <laughs> Mystery solved. Well, I'm the greatest thief, spy, and assassin alive. Yeah. But are you really? <laughs> oh, trust me, I am. Mm-hmm. If you guys only knew, I would have to kill you. But Right. My, my right. clients are very... Seeking to sleep so shoes. You did just <laughs> tell us. You know that, right? My clients are very... Wealthy and up in high places. Yes. So, since you, you just no told money. us, though, do you do you have to kill us now? No. If you knew the actual details, then yes. But these aren't really details. Well, no. This is pretty detailed to me. <laughs> no, they're not very detailed. <laughs> well, anyway, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna go to town. Be back in an hour, bro. <laughs> He's going to punch you in the shirt. Well, now that we don't really need to go to the magic shop and go to town because we already solved the mystery. I mean, oh, I need to go to town. I'm going to see if that magic shop has a bag of holding because Pop Pop won't give me one. <laughs> I thought he gave you one. No, he poofed it in front of me, then poofed it away. Jerk. There's a price for his magic. I'm okay with charges. For magic. In that case, I don't want it. I don't want his. Prices don't go to any. I'll go to town. Service, hopefully. Rendered. But aren't they gonna. Isn't Trixie gonna charge you a price? Me and Trixie have a history. Ooh. She'll be fair with me. That sounds really, really weird. We're not gonna talk about that. No, we are. Hmm. <laughs> What is this history? (laughs) Well, I've bought things from her before. Right. And she's bought things from me before. Right. She had me procure certain items from certain people. Is this one of those things you're going to have to kill us for telling? No, no. (laughs) You don't know the certain items or people. (laughs) What did she pay to get? We're not going to talk about that. The seer seer just leaves and starts walking towards (laughs) town. Okay. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
It's a, it's a funny narrative moment because he actually has no idea what Trixie paid him to yeah. <laughs> Alright, what do you guys want to do? Are you going to go to town with him? Nope. <laughs> so I'm going to go spy on uh, Crowley. He, he went up to the room, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to go up there and try to like, they're going to end that. Put my ear up to the door to see if I can hear him talking to Jen. Take a stealth check. <clears throat> I will go with Monsieur as I'm walking out. Seven. As you walk up to the door to put your ear to it, you trip and you smack your head on the door. Fair enough. Does one horn get stuck in there? No. Okay. But uh, as you're like recovering from hitting your head on the door, Crowley pulls the door open and goes, Huh. I just go into my room and I tripped over my tail. It happens sometimes. <laughs> Make a deception check. I'm good at that. <laughs> Better than stealth, I hope. Yes. 13. 19. Yeah, he totally believes you. He's like, Alright, that's fair enough. Just thought maybe you might need something. So. I'm good. Alright. Closes the door. Okay. Um, make a perception check to see if you can perceive anything going on in the room. Ten. Straight ten? Yeah. Uh, you can hear some muffled talking, but all you can really hear is Crowley's voice, so you don't know if he's, like, talking to himself. You can't really tell if he's having a conversation, or if he's just, like, mumbling, talking to himself. Okay. I'll continue to do that for a few minutes, and then I'll head back downstairs to the pension where everybody else is. Okay. So you, Segan, we're going to go with Nasir? Yeah. Okay. Elorim, I'm assuming you go back downstairs. Yep. Junior, you are in the kitchen with Oliver and Melindy. And Oliver, when you get back, Oliver says, So who are the, who's the other guy that was here earlier? The guy with the long hair? Crowley? Sure. Um, well, it's also kind of a long story. Uh, he's a dead guy, and, uh, we did some stuff with him in Limbo, and now he's alive again, and I guess he's part of the crew now. Huh. A lot of weird stuff happened the last couple weeks. Seems logical. So, um... It sounds like fairy tales when I say it out loud. Yeah, well, our entire life is pretty much a fairy tale. So, I mean, you guys kind of, like, hired me to spy for you. Anybody you want me to spy on? or I mean... That's more of an Elrond question, because I'm still kind of new to this group, and I know they were looking for Tradix uh, and some books, and then we got sidetracked, and then we're going to go... Uh, do some stuff with Segan, and then we got sidetracked to, to Limbo, and now Segan's grandpa's back, and the dead guy, 
And now everybody's going to town, and I don't even know if we're going back to Lillian. And oh, we lost Nasir's girlfriend. Right, so my question was, do I need to spy on anybody? And I'm. it seems like the answer was to ask Ellerin? Yeah, that's, that's definitely an Ellerin question. <laughs> okay, all right. Thanks, Junior. I'm going to go talk to Ellerin. Okay. Uh, if you need anything, just let me know. But I don't actually mean it. Okay. <laughs> all right, bye, buddy. Long-winded conversation just to say, yeah, just go ask Ellerin. <laughs> Love it. He's gonna go downstairs. Um, I can't remember. Did we like? Did we structure the forge like? There's a staircase and then the door at the bottom of the staircase. Uh, door at the top. Door at the top. Yeah. Okay, so he's gonna like knock on the door pretty heavily and open it and come down the stairs and it it, it goes like straight into the room, right? There's yeah. no like. It's just a staircase. It was an Down open to room. one gigantic, basically gotcha. it's just an open warehouse. Gotcha. That's what I, I thought it was, but I couldn't remember With if there was like a... Wells yeah. above it that are chimneys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, so he's going to walk downstairs and uh, are you working on anything or are you just kind of piddling around, killing time? Hey, I'm just kind of piddling. Okay. I'm not really working on anything in particular. Okay. He's going to, when he gets down to the bottom of the stairs, kind of look around. Because this is really one of the few times that he's actually been down here. And you guys have made some progress with, like, the structure of the building since he's been down here. So he's going to kind of, like, look around and be like, huh, you guys are really coming along down here. All right, good talk. Um, so I got a question. I asked Junior. And... His answer's probably sufficient. <laughs> well, funny you should say that. Um, because his answer was, ask Ellerin. Um, so is this one of those classic ask your mom, ask your dad situations? Or is this is like... The mom or the dad? Well, I don't know. That's for you to determine. Basically... It is. I feel like you have... You have made your decision by putting mom first. Saying, ask your mom, ask your dad, you're assuming that I am, in fact, the mom. No. I already asked mom. Already asked mom. No, 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 Because oh, in wait. that situation, mom would be asked you second. ask the dad, the dad would say, ask the mom, the mom would say, ask Look, the dad. Look, I didn't imply anything. I, I just, I just want to know. Before you speak, Oliver. You hired me to spy on people? I hired you because you wouldn't shut up and leave us alone. And to spy on people? I don't care about spying. Do you want me to spy on anyone? Sure. Go pick a person and spy on them. That seems very inefficient. I don't know how to be efficient with this. I mean, I need you to give me a target. A specific target. There's a person in town that's wearing red right now. <laughs> There's probably lots of people wearing red right now. There are no. Either male or female. <laughs> There's your target. Have fun. Right, well, this conversation got me nowhere. Goodbye. Just pick somebody. If you want to spy, pick someone you think will be worth spying on and go spy on them. He goes back up the stairs and locks, or closes the door. 
and he goes to <laughs> he goes outside to catch up with Segan and Nasir, and uh, he catches up with you guys, and he's like winded, and he's like, Whew. "Hey guys, um, so I asked Junior, and he said to ask Alarim, and I asked Alarim, and he was kind of a jerk about it. Uh, anybody you guys want me to spy on, because that's kind of what I'm good at." And I figure if I'm going to be here and you guys are going to feed me and keep a roof over my head, I might as well do what you asked me to and spy on somebody for you. Why don't you come to town with us and discreetly ask around town about if there's any jobs that need to be done? Like what kind of jobs? No damage done. I just want to smack him in the back of the head. (laughs) Okay. So you smack Nasir or Oliver? Nasir. Nasir? Okay. I can't believe you just did slap me. I did. Oliver. Go check out August. Find out what he's doing. Right, okay. Um. So, I mean, we kind of been over that already, but I can keep doing it if you'd like me to. I don't have to do any news strange brother. Sure. Yeah. I'll, um, I'll look into it. They kind of trust me over there, so it's easy to get in. So. Don't get caught. I never get caught. We will not come for you. I won't need you to come for me. Okay, good, because it was going to happen. Okay, bye. <laughs> And he runs off into the woods. And he shoots a note. No. <laughs> yeah, he shoots a note back at you. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, so you two are walking into town. Any conversation you want to have going into town? You okay, Sigan? I will be. Need me a hug, bro? Touch me, I will kill you. Nasir just looks at Sagan thinking about hugging him. <laughs> and then he just starts. That's the weirdest sentence Nasir's ever said. <laughs> thinking <laughs> about hugging. I'm just like, man, a hug would be nice right now. <laughs> Challenge declined. Man, I wish he'd have said yes because I could use a hug. <laughs> no one ever asked Nasir for a hug. <laughs> It's like shark and donkey. That's funny. Alright, so um, Segan and Nasir, as you guys kind of get to the edge of town, uh, the road that you've traveled many times coming into town, um, as you are walking into town, you can see... um, who you recognize, you don't recognize him, but you recognize Norwin, uh, the man who gave you your first job in Demonico Bay to get you to, um, weird, I just got a Facebook message about a girl who's been kidnapped. Interesting. From our cousin. No, you didn't read that right. (laughs) You didn't read that right. Probably not. You definitely did. Probably not. Um, Our cousin's been kidnapped. <laughs> <laughs> she messaged me first, and it's it's a person that you know. 
Well, not, maybe not no, but it's a person that is closer to your age than it is to my age. Anyway, as you guys walk up to town, uh, Segan, you recognize Norwin, um, who's the man who gave you your first job in Athendale into Monaco Bay to transport um, arms to, not, not literal arms, like swords and stuff. Arms. You already got yeah, arms. <laughs> Money's what you need. Uh, he hired you to transport, to smuggle um, weapons from Demonico Bay to Turnstead. Uh, and you see him with a large caravan uh, of crates stacked up. And he's kind of like, not really barking orders at people, but he seems to be the one that's kind of in charge. How and he's many like, are there? Uh, there's about 40 to 45 Dragonborn. Do I know this? Around. So you can, like, intently look at this guy? Um, your passive perception is about 14? Yep. Yeah, you kind of, you kind of catch on that Segan is... look like the same Dragonborn in Lilith? No. Okay. No, they don't. Um, I mean, this is going to sound racist when I say it, but all Dragonborn kind of look... Similar, whoa, so whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> wait wow. a minute. You literally, <laughs> I know, I get racist on you. I cannot It's just, it's just the But you, I mean, you yeah. don't think that they're the same ones, um, but there's about 40 to 45 of them that are kind of moving crates around and readying the caravan and different stuff. And Norwin, uh, he seems to have a guy that he's talking to that's barking orders, but he's definitely like the spearhead, like the one in charge. Hey, Segan, who is that dude? Hold on a second, I'll explain. Oliver. Yep. Cancel that. I need to just find on somebody else. Okay. Do you remember, how long have you been following us? Uh, well, I mean, since the first time that, um, the little one, um, expressed interest in my sister, so like the second or third day you guys got to town? Do you know a Norwin? Uh, one of those Harpers, right? I believe so. Works over, or doesn't work, uh, kind of spends a lot of time over at Puzzles? That's the one. All right, yeah. I need to spy on them. Okay. Uh, do you know where he's at right now? Right in front of me. Oh, well, that's great. If I had more people, I'd be really feeling the need to do something stupid <clears throat> right now. Well, um, sounds like it would be stupid. And you remember what happened the last time you guys did something stupid. That's so why I asked you to follow. Tanner's other character died. <laughs> so. Big sidebar. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, I could follow him. Hey, hey, Oliver. Yep. Did you also bring me a platter of cheese? Nope. Dang it. Find out what he's got in those boxes. Okay. Yeah, I can do that. Um, I mean, most of the time it's weapons, but yeah, I'll do some digging. See what... Uh, do you trying to find out where they're going. Does it look like he's leaving town right now? No, it looks like they're just packing ready. In. All right. 
Well, I'll um, I'll get on it then. See you in a few hours. So we'll so say, like, whatever message like, you're going to say, you'll just retroactively, we'll say you say it to LRM Jr., Melindy. Like, you say it to everybody. I'm going to... So that we don't have to say it five off. times. <laughs> to start with Melindy, I'm like, Melindy, uh, Norwin is here with another shipment. Uh, see if you can gather everybody. And maybe we can find out where this shipment is going to and maybe end this. Uh... Melindy says back, yeah, all right, um, I'll go talk to Elrim and, uh, Dan Jr., I guess, um, I think he's still here, so, yeah. Avengers, assemble. <laughs> Autobots. And that's where we're going to end tonight. Yeah.